Hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> Swallowing tea a quarter. <laughs> and I'm Glenn. And welcome to My, My Mate, Mate Reckons, the show where we teach you and each other about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we have a deep yearning to know. I, I promise you this episode is funny, but we do mention, we do talk about sexual assault and yeah. domestic violence and some, not in detail, we talk about statistics. We also have some language and some funny sex jokes at times. Classic. Is that it? Is there any I other think warnings? that was it. We talk a little bit about, like, murder. And defrosting a chicken. <laughs> Not a euphemism. <laughs> hey there, Clever. Hello, David. If you say you're excited about this week... Well, I'm legitimately excited because it's episode 50, motherfucker. <gasps> yes, I forgot. I'm excited so too. So here we are. Cue the glitter cannons. Cue a disco ball. Cue um, Harry Styles in a set pair of wide-legged leather pants. Watermelon sugar. <laughs> That's my Harry Styles impression in the background. It is. We are at episode 50. Holy Did you believe cow. that we would get to 50 episodes of this harebrained idea we had? Yes. <laughs> No, I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead. Me it just either. seemed fun at the time. It just seemed like a funny thing we could do. And now, because we signed the contract with Satan, we can't <laughs> make we, it stop. We now are obligated to do Please this for the God, rest of our lives. Please, God, make it stop. Please help us. No, but so, thank you for listening. Thank you for that. We have many thank listeners you. who have listened to all 50, and we are so, so appreciative. Thank you. We uh, You've been with us through thick and thin, through... The mixed sound quality through and the moments where David was in a cupboard through the yep. through the rain zoom quality yeah through that's exactly the, the missed episodes through content amazing that sometimes is deeply educational I can't believe we've covered fifty topics, topics that yes. are quite distinct and I now know more than I did a year ago me too <laughs> and I like it when things happen we were just talking about this off air I love it when someone will send us a message and say. Also, did you note that I just said the phrase when we were off air? Yeah, because we're at 50 and we're professional, <laughs> mate. We're professional podcasters. Um, when people say, oh my God, this came up and I was able mm. to use a fact from MMR. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's amazing. It happened to me the other day where I was able to go, oh, Marie Curie, did you know that she is in a lead coffin? Da, da, da. People were like, no, I didn't know that. And I was like, thank you, podcast. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so good. So what did you want to know? This week. My question to you, Claire Christian, <laughs> on our 50th was, what is the country or state or province with the lowest crime rate and all, why? All you said is, where is the safest place to live? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I was having a moment. I was feeling anxious. I just went, where can I go to feel safe? safe? Uh, so, and I am interested. You just wanted to know where where is the safest place to live? Yes. So I've gone. I've gone. I've deep, deep, deep. Oh, okay. Deep, deep. Great. <laughs> Fucking hell! This level of enunciation <sighs> is what we deliver right. every week. So I started by googling. Oh, here we go. Um, As all good research begins. Yes, all good research should begin with Google. And I started with um, when you type in the safest. Mm-hmm. You know how Google has its like suggested oh, most yeah, auto complete. complete. <laughs> the first thing that comes up is the safest way to defrost a chicken. 
Then the next one is the safest country in the world. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is the safest lies. The safest lies. I was like, what the fuck is that? What is this? What are the safest lies? What are the safest lies? Well, it's a book. Oh, okay. um, By a writer named Megan Miranda. And it has a 3.9 Goodreads review score, which is quite good good. for Goodreads. None of this answers the question I asked you, but I like that you've gone into it. I just found that interesting. I guess. So, I was then went to what is the safest suburb in Queensland, because we are from Queensland. Indeed. And according to Queensland Police, a suburb named Chua... C H U W A. I'm nowhere, no idea where that is. No, which is probably why it's safe. No one knows where the fuck it is. <laughs> no one can. No rob one can there find it. Commit a murder there because no one knows where. I'm it out is. at Chua. <laughs> where? Brookfield, which is in Brisbane. Oh yes. Kenmore Heights. Oh yeah, that makes Upper sense. Kedron. Upper Kedron. Upper Kedron. <laughs> Yeah. Amazing. They were the safest um, okay. in Queensland. I, we live in none of those places, no, but that's fine. Exactly. So then I went, what about in Australia? Yes, please. That'd be good to and know. And this is in a 2009 um, okay. Economist's Safe Cities Index. You know what's insane? That's 12 fucking years ago. Oh, 2019. Oh, okay. But do you realise how far away 2009 is now? <laughs> it's um, unsafe I'm old. to think about that. I'm old Because we met in 2008. We did. We did too. We have been in each other's lives and in each other's orbit for over a decade. Holy cow. But it doesn't feel that long. No, it feels longer. <laughs> I have had to endure your bullshit for only 12 years. Only 12 years. (laughs) Feels like 85. So the safest city in Sydney, in Sydney. Oh, fuck, I ruined it. I was going to be like, where do you think it is? The safest city in Australia is Sydney. Is Sydney. Is it really? Yeah. And it's based on... No. Yeah, I was like, that's wrong. See, Adelaide, I just feel like... Because is... I feel unsafe in Sydney more than I do anywhere else. Me too. I feel more hyper-aware, and I don't know what it is. But it's judged by crime Maybe it's rates. the massive arts architecture that's all around you, constantly pretending it's superior to your <laughs> Queensland aesthetic. Oh, yeah. you're from Queensland? Oh, you're from Queensland? Oh, we'll show you how to do a thing. Do you have... Do you have... Oh, Goma's nice, isn't it? It's <laughs> hello. great. Hello, listeners from Sydney. <laughs> it's great that you've got Goma there now. Yeah, Goma's been there for 15 fucking years. Welcome. Do you have theatre coming? I heard you were in trouble. No, we're doing no, fine. It's all fine. Okay. All the theatres are good. good. Um, so it's ranked on crime rates, public health, digital and infrastructure security, hospital quality, terrorism risk, natural disasters, road oh, traffic I beg deaths. your pardon. Terrorism risk must be through the fucking roof. For Sydney... Surely, yeah. but there's Sydney Opera House is basically a gigantic. Stick it on the edge of a harbour. <laughs> stick fucking wings on it so that the the, the, the planes can aim. <laughs> it's such a, Brisbane's smart enough. Fly to, into <laughs> me. Come imagine, imagine if this went down. <laughs> this will not age well. AFP are like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, fuck. Get a call next week. <laughs> so the only other Australian city to make the index is Melbourne. Really? Yep. And the which placed 10th. But the most, um, the safest city in the world mm. was Tokyo, 
which makes complete sense. Does it? Why? Explain to me why. You've been there. For the third year in a row. I think it's because they're... Um, they're under, their cultural understanding of just how to behave as a community yeah. is better. But I also think their policing is very strict. Yeah, right. So it's like, you. I think there's a general sense of like, don't fuck just up because it'll up. be bad. Yeah, right. Um, then Singapore, then Osaka and Amsterdam making up the top, with Sydney, making up the top five. Amazing. Other cities were like Toronto, Washington, Copenhagen and Seoul. I'm surprised that Americans... Washington. Yeah. I'm well, surpri- not anymore, surely. Oh, no, not anymore, surely. I'm surprised <laughs> that, um, yeah, an American city made it onto the list. Yes. But me that's fantastic. too. But I found it interesting that it was like crime, public health, did, yeah. like, that's how they think consider they safety. Rank. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So then I was like, right, then I want to know... That's all interesting. It's all interesting. Then I was like, right, now I want to know the not safest. <laughs> yeah. Where do you want go if you want to get fucked yeah, up? Yeah, the unsafe... <laughs> Where do you think it is? <laughs> I want to be mugged. I want to be murdered. <laughs> I, want I, want be it, I want there to be exploited. 100% chance that I will get exploited. Wouldn't it be hilarious if it was also unsafe to be in Chua? It's like, where the fuck is that place? It's so weird. Um, Chua. So the world's and Australia's most dangerous cities. Um. So... The most dangerous city, according to this Okay, article. can I make a guess? Is it is this for Australia or the world? This is the world. In the, the most dangerous city in the world? Yeah. Oh. Auckland's pretty hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, I don't know. It's a, is it Caracas in Venezuela? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's the most dangerous, according yeah. to the National Crime International Crime Index. Yeah. Um, so they did, they, whatever that, however they work it out is based on numbers. Mm. So <laughs> that's an excellent Data contributed. So the, the numbers, they how they work, work it out, out is like based on numbers. you get a numbers. score. Yeah. So cities with crime levels lower than a 20 are considered to have very low crime. Yeah. Between 20 and 40 is low. Mm. Between 40 and 60 is moderate. Um, between 60 and 80 is high and higher than 80 is considered very high. Venezuela is um, at 84.9. Ooh. And Port Moresby is at 83.2. Oh, you're kidding. Port Moresby. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Australia's most dangerous cities, according to this, are Darwin, which is at a 55, uh. and Cairns, which is at a 54. Guys. But in terms of, like, 100, the most um, dangerous in the world, we're, like, at 86 and 92. But the majority, in the top 10, it's... Um, Mexico, like Brazil, right. South Africa, right. and then lots of um, cities in America. Memphis, Baltimore, Detroit, yeah, well. Albuquerque. But they're the of. greatest country on earth. Mm-hmm. Go and get fucked yeah. up. Darwin, Cairns, Townsville, Melbourne, the Gold Coast. Wow. Well, I'm going to spend a couple of weeks in Cairns in a few months. Well. So I will pray for me. <laughs> I will pray for you. I've hung out in Cairns before and it's felt safe. I've and hung I out in Darwin before. I didn't research why those are. I think it's, yeah, it'd be crime rates. So then I went to murder rates. Oh, great. God, what a rabbit hole I've sent you down. Yeah, because then I was like, well, how is this bait? Like, that's crime. Yeah. And then I ended up in a rabbit hole of like, okay, who has, what's the city with the highest murder rate yeah, in the yeah, world? Yeah. And that is um, Tijuana. Right. In Mexico has the highest murder rate. 
um, homicides per year is... <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> homicides per 100,000 people is 134. Whoa. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, so the statistic is 2,367 in the year 2019. Wow. Mexico, yeah. Um, what else? St. Louis... Cape Town in South Africa had 3,065 homicides in 2019. Brazil, Jamaica. Once again, very grateful that we live where we live. Yes. It's not safe for everyone, but it is safer than some other places on earth. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So then I went to... (laughs) Good Lord. This is just you describing a Google (laughs) fucking rabbit hole. So then I went to, what about Australia? Like, what's the murder capital of Australia? Have you, because you live alone, do you have a plan if someone, do you do anything weird? you're, you're, You're behind several locked doors. Well, that's what I figure is that my safety in my gen in my unit is is very very safe yeah um like if someone is trying to getting into my unit then they have gone to a lot of effort yeah to be there yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and scaled some very high walls what so at that point you feel so i'm like like you can have my tv (laughs) 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 i don't have a tv though so they're going to be pissed off so then they'll probably want to murder me so that's complicated done I know. Your understanding of the psychology of robbery <laughs> is <laughs> amazing. So I need to buy a TV? Is that you what, do. Is that you do. You do. Okay, so now where I went to then was there's a page on the Australian Bureau of Statistics about crime rates okay. um, and specific crimes in Australia. And I found these statistics very interesting about sexual assault specifically. Oh, okay. Great. Because I think we should talk about this because I find it really like oh, Great. particularly with what's happening in our world. But right in a now. nice funny way for the podcast, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a really light and it's like a great way to find the laughs. <laughs> don't, don't dive straight into the punchline. Ready? <laughs> in two thousand and nine. Yes. There were 26,892 victims of sexual assault, so reported sexual assaults in Australia. <clears throat> That's a lot. It's an increase of 2% from the previous year. Which is surely good because more people are reporting it. I, I guess, guess so. Or Yeah, that's what we don't know. We no. don't know if it's an increase in reporting or, or an increase in... In incidents. Incidents. And it's impossible to know. So this is the thing, though. This was the eighth consecutive annual increase. Mmm. So it's just been going up every year for the last eight, eight years. years. And the highest number for this offence recorded in a single year. So it's that same thing of going like, is this because more people are reporting yeah. and going through the system or not? If you actually... Then and we f- don't have post-COVID numbers, do we? No, this is 2019. This is 2019. It'd be really interesting and fucking weird and yep. awful and heartbreaking to yep. see what happens. Under After COVID. accounting for population growth... The victimisation rate has also increased annually over this eight-year period from 83 to 106 victims per 100,000 persons. Yeah, right. So that number is enormous. It is. The majority were female, so 83% of victims are female. Mm. Around two-thirds, which is 67%, occurred in a residential location. Yeah, sure. So people who know someone or was in a home. Mm. A third were domestic violent <coughs> related. Yeah, right. And 
almost, this is what I found interesting, 95% did not involve a weapon. So this idea that we have, that we've been sold... Of a stranger in the bushes. Yes, a stranger who's jumping out and kind of like being the bad guy. Yeah, coming for your TV, getting pissed. and (laughs) Climbing my (laughs) large numerous number of walls to get into my building to steal my TV and and murder me is not correct. And we we know that. We talk about that. The greatest threat to women in this country is the men yes. in their lives that they know. Absolutely. If you can, I don't know if I've talked about it before on the podcast. I'm reading um, the Stella Prize shortlist at the moment because I always they're amazing. But if you can bear it, if you've and I would really encourage. In fact, we should do an episode on it. Like I bored everyone with the Bill Gates book a couple of hey, episodes ago. I loved that episode. Good, good on you, mate. Don't shame yourself. Um, it, and we should. I haven't read this book, and I want to. But and I it think won. Yeah. La- it won the Stella Prize last year, and it's phenomenal. What's it's it called, called again? "See What You Made yes. Me Do" by Jess Hill. So it's a book mm. all about domestic violence um, and and domestic uh, uh, domestic sexual assault yep. in Australia. And it is the most revealing, the most informative, and one of the most well-written books I've ever read. Mm. It's a stunning piece of informative writing, but it is haunting. My wife read it over about two weeks, and I burned through it in about three or four days. And it, and, but it affects your. It's full on. In terms, in what way? <clears throat> well, because you learn because she's an excellent writer, and she's spent a lot of time researching, so mm. she's an expert in the field, and you hear a lot of stories. And, and and I think one of the most dispiriting mm. things is that you hear a lot of stories about how the system... It's 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 one thing to go, awful things happen, yes. and to understand the psychology. Mm. And, and this book is really great at looking at the psychology of, of power and abuse, and power, and abuse yeah. um, particularly from men against women. Yeah. Um, but... And also against... There's a whole chapter devoted to female violence against men as well. Yes. But... Um, well, and queer, like queer absolutely, partner which violence is, is enormous equally, too. Equally, uh, so understanding the psychology of that. So that's kind of one part of it. But then the other whole part of it is that what happens when you do report it and you enter into the family court mm. system or you enter into the court system full stop. And that's not, I haven't read it yet, but another book on the Stella Price shortlist this year that's on my reading list is called Witness and it's all about how we protect witnesses in Australia or yeah. don't. Um, and, and so the family court system and the, and the court's justice system for dealing with this shit is really not at a very high standard at all. But mm. so I am actually perversely pleased that the numbers are going up because I think that is more about, people sadly, reporting it. people reporting. Yeah, well, I, we look I what's hope. happening in the media right now. Yeah. You know, with our fucking prime minister. Exactly. Having the gall to say something along the lines of, I had no idea that it was. Yeah. I, you know, I've never thought about it before. Yeah, yeah, you Which is so bizarre. Fucking shit. So bizarre. Literally your job. Yeah, 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 yeah. To yeah. consider the needs and, you know, of every person within your country. So the most dangerous place in Australia is. Your own, your own home. home. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. So thanks for bringing up this like oh, great Jesus. cheery well, happy topic. Happy fiftieth, everyone! What Fuck. is? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I was like, how are we going to get out of here? And I, the only idea I had to get out of this was, well, what is the safest way to defrost a chicken? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> you put it in the fridge overnight. Yeah, but that requires time. What if you are like, Don't oh, I want to cook the chicken now? What do you do? <clears throat> 
Did you ask Google? Yeah, I did ask Google, but I want to know what you thought. Because you like cooking. I do. I would very gently, if you're really rushed for time, really gently microwave it. Oh, yeah. No? Yeah, I think so, but it goes it goes a bit white Mo- and yucky. Most, well, most microwaves these days will have a defrost setting that is somewhat competent. Yep. It will go wide and yellow, but that just means that it's cooking. So that mm. at least you know that meat can't hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it would be a disaster to try and just stick it straight in the oven because oh. then it just it doesn't cook evenly at all. Yes, and gets super dry. It suggests placing the chicken in a leak-proof plastic bag, and then <laughs> and just flinging, flinging it, around it around your head. Yeah. Fill a large bowl or your kitchen sink with cold water. Oh, yeah. Submerge the bag chicken. Change the, out the water every 30 minutes. And just Beautiful. let it kind of defrost that way. How much have I learned? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we went to some places inside Where 20 minutes. Where do you minute. want to visit in the world? Well, uh, despite the warnings, I'd love to visit South America. Yes. I'd really love to visit Japan. I'd really love to visit Mexico. Yeah, I'd me really too. love to visit Toronto. I'd really love... Uh, there's a lot of places... Remember Listen. when we could travel, David? I do, I do, and international trips were a were an idea that we could. That pursue. was very achievable. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Remember that world? But now domestic tourism yeah. is a hot ticket. Yes, and I do need to see more of Australia. Which parts haven't you seen? There's loads. Chua. Chua. <laughs> None of us have seen Chua. Chua, you need to but work on your tourism campaign. You will. No one will know where the fuck you are. Uh, there's many things I want to see in Australia. I want to go to Uluru. Yes. I want to go to... Yeah, I want to spend time in the Territory, Northern Territory. Yeah, me too. I'd love to be a wealthy person who can do that, like, Adelaide. Um, oh, it? the winery. The Like, do the... Barossa the, Valley. Barossa Valley, but the train trip up through oh, yes. into Gorgeous. the Territory. I'd love to do Gorgeous. that. What's it? The Garn? Yes. Yes. That would be amazing. That'd be really pretty. Um, what else? Yeah, well, I'd love to do like the island, like with Sundays off the art, like the island. What's your Queensland slash New South Wales? Because that's where a lot of our tour- that's where a lot of our listeners are from. Like yeah. top tip, where, oh. where do you where would you go? Because I'm constantly surprised by how few people have gone and committed the time to going to the Crystal Castle. Crystal Castle, it's really pretty. In Mullumbimby, it's just behind Byron. It's so lovely. And it's hippies and beautiful statues and it's crystals. It's a, a good and cafe. It's just a nice go- few hours. No, it's gorgeous and I love it. Take the kids there. They have a ball. Yeah, that's a great... Go that's, hug a crystal, get good vibes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Go hug a crystal, crystal get good, good vibes. vibes. My mate reckons. David, 50 episodes. High Here's five, to mate. another fucking 50. Here's to another 50. Please keep your suggestions coming in. My yes, reckons at gmail.com. Send us messages. Let us know what you want to know about. There's many topics that I want to cover. And the many su- listener suggestions that we still have. Like bikies, David. Or the uh, mafia. Yeah, or, all of them. Like, we will do in the topics. future. Um, and... If you if if you're listening and have listened to fifty, we'd love to hear from you. Or not even if you're listening and have an opinion about the show, we'd love to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, let we'd us know. To, let us know what you think, or if there's anything else we can do to make your ears brighter. Chances are we won't care. We'll just keep doing what we're doing. But it's always nice to stay yeah, what open. Do you wa- what do you want? From, what do you want from us? What do you fucking want from us? <laughs> Thanks for being my mate, Dave. Thanks for being my mate, Claire. 
listening to the show. If you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to, this please on, do. That would be great. That'd be great. Tell, tell your you, friends. Yeah. Tell your mates. That's right. That's the name of the show. I see what you did there. Where can people find you, Claire? People can find me on Instagram at Claire and Pearl. Where can people find you, Dave? People can find me at Dave Burton Writer. And if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.